welcome to another episode of Talking Body. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. For all my single ladies out there, I have the episode for you. So whatever it is that you may be doing today, whether it's snuggling up on a couch, whether it's watching a movie, whether it's eating chocolates with yourself or watching a nice romantic comedy, it's always my fave thing to do. Um, I've got something in store for you. Today, we are going to discuss everything about the toxic. But before we get into that, um, quick life update. Today for Valentine's Day, I am, well, I'm currently making my breakfast, but I am going to get my hair done and I'm so excited because I haven't had my hair done in a while. Um, but yeah, I am so keen, still trying to decide whether I'm just going to chop it all off again or not. Um, and then I'm going to go see my mom, wish her a happy Valentine's Day. And then might go catch up with one of my friends this afternoon. Um, so yeah, more of a Galentine's Day, definitely today. Um, but yes, um, love, love and loving myself. Sometimes a day like today is a perfect example of being able to remind yourself to give that love back to yourself when you're single. Um, single is great. Don't wish it away. <laughs> as much as some of us might think that they might eventually want something or maybe you don't and that's perfectly okay too. Um, But yes, I feel like Valentine's Day can be looked at as a horrible day in some sense for singles and in the past it probably was something like that. But for me, no, I love celebrating it. I'm just going to admit it now and I'm going to, I love celebrating it, whether it's for someone else or if it's just for myself and literally it's just for myself. So it's, it feels like a pass, you know, like a pass to celebrate yourself. Um, and you know what? I'm all down to celebrate me today. So that is what I shall be doing very keen, very excited to have a very overdue haircut and whatever I may want to do to my hair, but I'm very excited. So that is my day today. Um, I also just wanted to give a little bit of a message um, out there. If you are feeling a little bit lonely and single, whatever it may be, um, I hope that this episode reaches you and I hope that you don't feel alone. To all my gals out there um, who are listening, I hope that you find some comfort in this. Um, Yeah, and just know that you're not alone. Um, Sometimes being on your own can be the best thing ever and you get to learn more about yourself, about what you want about what you want to achieve, what, about, sorry, about what you want to achieve and what your goals are, um, what you're interested in. And hello, who loves their time more than me <laughs> on my own? So um, definitely indulge more in some time with yourself. Um, so yeah, I hope this reaches you and I hope you're all listening. Um, but yeah, We are going to dive more into the toxic on this Valentine's Day, which sounds terrible, Um, but hey, there is no better way to go about it. (laughs) Um, But yes, and 
this also is an episode to celebrate you. Whether you are currently in a relationship, you can still do that. If you're not, um, or if you are someone that is in a relationship but isn't happy. And I guess this episode, this second part of this episode is kind of pointing towards that. Um, Just know that you can have a happy Valentine's Day no matter what. And you can celebrate not just your partner but yourself. Um, Yeah, and if you're a single like me, you can definitely celebrate yourself. And let me scratch that. You can definitely celebrate yourself no matter what type of situation, relationship or status that you are in. Um, And I just want everyone to know that. But let's get into this part two of the episode. This is probably more like a serious point um, part of the episode. But I just want everyone to know that I hope that you all have an amazing day today. And I hope that you celebrate you and I hope that you do. And I hope that you do something today for yourself. Um, That is the goal coming out of this episode um, for this part one of this episode is make sure you do something for yourself today. Um, Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you very soon. Bye. So I recently listened to an episode on a podcast called Cooler Daddy. You've probably heard me talk about it all the time. Um, it is my favorite. Um, she is my favorite host ever, Alex Cooper. She is my look up kind of person when it comes to podcasters and podcasting. Um, she is amazing. She has done so well with her career and her podcast. It's literally popped off within the last three to five years. Um, she's done amazing. Anyway, she wrote this, um, she did this um, podcast episode basically around um, toxic relationships. She basically called it the toxic boot camp. Um, <laughs> and she was talking about how someone approached her um, and was talking about her relationship and what it was like and how toxic it was. And I couldn't help but relate to exactly everything that this person was talking about. Um, and I guess that's just where that toxic environment kind of stems from for me. Um, but also while we're young, you know, sometimes the toxic's good in a sense, which sounds horrible, but you know, you got to live, you got to learn, you got to branch out. And while you're young, that's the perfect time to do it, but you will get to a point in life, no matter how young you are or old, um, you will decide that it's just not for you anymore. Um, and I've decided that quite young. And I think that's just because I've had a lot of experiences around the toxic that, um, especially this relationship that really just, it just wasn't it. And it just is something that I grew and learnt from, from very young age is, that I don't want that at all, um, for myself. But anyway, I'm just going to give you a bit of a scenario, an example, um, to what this girl was saying and also how I related to it. So basically, um, she was at this event where she was, um, meeting Alex and, um, she was saying that, Her boyfriend was right outside and she had to pop outside of the event every 15 minutes 
just to make him feel better about the fact that she's out and about without him. Um, so very controlling uh, behaviours there. Um, he was very controlling about what she could wear um, and where she would go. So this person could not go out and see her friends, you know, how, no matter how close she was with them. Um, if she were to go out for cocktail night, girls night, um, she'd often retreat and decide not to. Um, nothing was really enjoyable when it came to social gatherings, uh, 20, like 21st or birthdays, engagement parties, whatever it may be. Um, it just wasn't enjoyable because this person was just so controlling. Um, things like how she would wear hair or how she would style herself. He would often call, well, I would be seeing, like he would, um, what's the word? He would uh, be very degrading or judge her by what she was wearing, even if it was just, so apparently this person on this night was wearing just a V-neck T-shirt, but apparently she looked like a hoe because she was showing too many, too much skin. And it was a V-neck. Um... And that's all. She was just wearing a V-neck T-shirt. So things like that. So this scenario in particular um, fell quite close to my heart because this is something that I definitely experienced. Um, Just very controlling behaviours, very controlling environment and her answer to why haven't you left him is very much so because she wasn't living with the person so um it had nothing to do with you know rent money anything like that it was more because of the time that she had invested in this person um and I very much understand that in my situation I was very young it was it was definitely a lot to do with the time that had been invested into this person but also the consequences coming out of it Um, And I relate to that because it can be quite hard when there is potential consequences coming out of it and when you have invested so much time into this person and you're so young and you don't know what to do and you've got the thoughts of what's out there for me that is any better because you've only experienced the bad so you don't know if things could get any better until you get to a point which I did where I had stopped trying and um, I'd already known that I didn't want to be with the person forever. I could never see marriage. I could never see kids. I could never see myself living with this person. Um, Yeah, and I already knew that and I just needed to push my way out or find an excuse I was literally on the edge of that relationship and I was just like I was sitting on the edge of a pool and I was just waiting to um slip myself into that pool um and dive um that was literally me in this relationship so eventually I did end up leaving of course um But yeah, very much relate to the controlling behaviours 
the what not to wear, what to wear. I had a um, situation when I was 18, I couldn't even go to my really one of my really good friends 18th birthday without being questioned without him popping into the party every 15 minutes even though or every half an hour whatever even though he was invited to the party it was really odd he just didn't want to come to the party but because I was there he would drop in like my dad um it was just oh just horrible and then I was wearing like a t-shirt it was either like a see-through t-shirt and I was wearing like a crop underneath, like a crop top, <laughs> um, like a coloured crop top, or I was wearing like a, a t-shirt um, with crosses over my boobies or something. I don't know what it was. It was either a cross, t- like a cross, like a literally just a picture of two crosses on my top, or it was a t-shirt. I think it might've been a t-shirt with a coloured crop top underneath and a pair of jeans. So it wasn't showing a lot of skin at all, but apparently I looked like a hoe because my top was somewhat see-through and you could see my crop top underneath, even though no skin was showing and I was wearing a pair of jeans. And then you look at my other friends, not saying that they look bad at all. Um, They looked gorgeous and they always do, but they were wearing mini skirts and like cropped tops or like a crop kind of thing and then there was me in my t-shirt and jeans and I was getting harassed by my partner about what I was wearing um and that was pretty much the dynamic as well um you know if I'd gone and got my eyebrows done and they were too dark or something or if I'd gone and chopped my hair why did you go do that or um you know, just simple things that I had to ask permission for. And in the end of the relationship, I just didn't. Um, I wanted to get my nose pierced for ages, but obviously being at a private school, that was very hard. So it wasn't until I graduated, I finally got my nose pierced. But I felt like I had to ask permission, like he was my dad or something. It was just ridiculous. It was like some weird authority figure over me. Um, But obviously I eventually learned that enough was enough. Um... One of the most uh, exciting parties, I guess you could say, that I went to when I was 18, the one that I had the best of time at was my um, schoolie. Oh, no, schoolies. I never went to schoolies. Um, it was the after party. So last day of school of year 12, and we went over to a mate's place. Um, he had a pool. The whole year went to his house um, and we had like a, a rager basically at his party, uh, party at his house and it was the best of time. I had a great time and that was the one day and that was the same day I got my nose pierced. <laughs> I was like, oh, school's out, nose pierced, everything's happening um, and I went to this party. I had the best of time. He wasn't in town or he had just got into town that afternoon and I just had the best of time I was like you know what I this is my life this is my end of schooling I'm gonna have a great time and I ended up having a blast um and by the end of it he questioned me or whatever wanted to pick me up I can't remember what happened um I just gave it to him not like gave it to him but I was like you don't control me 
this is my life. Um, it was like towards the school year, like I just knew that the school was wrapping up and I was like, great, the relationship's wrapping up too. <laughs> it was so weird. And I was, I knew that I was moving away. My relationship did somewhat continue when I had moved away, but I was just like, my escape plan was in um, place. And I just saw red and I knew what I wanted and I knew that he was not in the picture. So I started laying out boundaries and ground rules and he did not like them. And if he didn't like him, so what? So I, I think towards the end of the relationship, I started to become more firm than usual. Um, I always somewhat had a voice in the relationship. If I didn't like something, I would always voice up about it. Um, but he was quick to turn things on me. He was very quick to, he was very manipulative. Um, he was very quick to make out that I was the issue and that I was doing certain things to hurt his feelings. And that I ended up apologizing in the end. So that, that was basically anyway, but I learned not to do that. I learned to not care. I learned to, um, I just stopped trying and I just did not care anymore because I knew what it was. It was attention seeking. It was manipulation. It was making me feel bad for the things that he was doing. So it was toxic, toxic, toxic. Um, the most toxic you could ever get with emotional abuse. It was just horrible. And I knew that if I were to stay in that relationship, things were only going to escalate and things were only going to get worse for myself. And I was not going to be able to have a life. Um, that I would enjoy at all. Um, so as a learning curve for all that, I, for anyone that's listening who has either been through this or who hasn't, the one learning, even if it's just one learning that you take away from this, is that chasing the toxic is not always um, going to be good for you. Um, and as addictive as it can be, it's not going to end the way that you want it to. Not that I was chasing toxic at that time. This person, like I said, was quite manipulative. And in the end, I didn't really understand who he was at all or his intentions or whatever. Um, he was not the person that I thought he was in the end. Um, but the one learning I want anyone to take away, especially who has experienced something like this, do not blame yourself um, don't feel guilty for the way that they have treated you. That is on them. Don't feel guilty for fighting back either. For very long, I also put the blame on myself, which is um, okay in the sense like you could have done some things that you weren't proud of too, which is all good and well and it is all fair. I've definitely said things um, and I've definitely said things to that person that I wasn't proud of. However, it was the person that it was bring, that was bringing that out in you. Um, and at the end of the day, they're not the person that you're supposed to be with. So don't blame yourself for the character that it brought out in you or for um, putting your guards up and protecting yourself. Um, don't blame yourself. Do not feel bad. Um, it is a good, as bad as the experience may be, it was a good learning experience, a good learning curve for me, even though the experience wasn't that great, I was very limited and isolated to some of my teenage years. Um, 
Um, some of the friendships that could have been stronger could have been stronger. However, I don't. Re- I try not to have any regrets because I don't think I would be the person that I am today. I think I would be still trying to figure out what I wanted in terms of a relationship, um, dating, intimacy, any type of relationship really. And I'm thankful, I guess, that I have had this experience because I've learned not to blame myself. I've learned not to torture myself. I've learned to move forward in the sense of what I would like in a relationship and who I would like to be with. I know what I want now. I know who, what type of person I want to be with and I have boundaries and my standards aren't low. Aren't, um, low. Uh, a lot of people will say to you, are your standards too high? No. Your standards are perfect the way that they are. Nobody needs to lower their standards for anything or anyone. If you are not happy with the standards, then you, to be honest, you're better off alone until you can find someone that can meet your boundaries and your standards. There is no point lower, lower, I can't even say that word right, lowering yourself for someone else's benefit if you're not going to end up enjoying life or the relationship itself. But the one thing I want for everyone to get away from this is definitely number one don't blame yourself um it is not on you for choosing the wrong person we all do it um think of it as a learning opportunity um make sure that you talk about these things and these experiences to people that you think that would understand um yeah, talk about it, talk about the experience. Don't be so hard on yourself. On yourself. Learn to be more kind to yourself. Um, give yourself a little bit of grace. Um, these situations are hard and these situations aren't always nice. Um, but yeah, definitely be more kind to yourself. The toxic can be come in different waves and forms it might not be something like that it could be someone that could just be toying with you and playing with your feelings um and you could be sitting there pretending that you enjoy it and that you like it and that you're um you've cut off all your emotions you're shutting them all off and you pretend that this is what you want be true to yourself is the other thing that you should take away from this If you don't think that you are the casual type of person, um, be true to yourself and be true to what you want. I've learnt that um, it's definitely not what I want anymore. I want more of an emotional connection. I want my feelings turned on. (laughs) Um, And I want to have an emotional conversation and an emotional interaction with someone. I want something that's 100% authentic um, and that's someone who's going to be able to relate to me where we both have similarities but we're both different in the best of ways. Um, Not for the casual flings anymore. Um, Don't get me wrong, it's nice to have a bit of fun and I'm not saying that if you do do that that it's wrong I'm just saying that sometimes there is a point in life where you decide that that's just not what you want anymore. And that's where I, that's what I mean when I say, get to know yourself, get to know what you want, 
um, yeah, and be true to yourself and what you want. Because at the end of the day, if you're striving for something that you don't want or you're going for something that you think you do want, unless you know it, you don't, if that makes sense. Um, And you're only going to end up hurting yourself and you're only going to end up blaming yourself and you're going to keep on playing these games. And it's just, it's exhausting playing the game. It it really is. Um, I'm definitely exhausted by playing the game. Um, You know, like, when is he going to text me? Or he's left me on open, so I'll wait for him to text me next. Or... Oh, I Snapchatted him last, so I'm not going to, like, double snap him. Like, it's just the whole too hard to get is so unattractive for me now. Um, I'm more like, tell me what you're really thinking. Like, be honest. Be a – tell me what you want. I find that attractive when someone tells me what they want Um, because I will tell you right now, Nobody knows what they want on dating app, on the profile. You can literally put what you want these days. You can literally say casual, short-term, long-term, looking to date. Like you can literally put on your profile now what you are looking for. The amount of times that I've gone to swipe yes on someone and then it says still figuring out what I want. Oh my God, to me that's a bit of a red flag because I know what I want. So why would I try to date someone that doesn't know what they want? You know, it just doesn't make sense. So fair enough, if you don't know what you want either, then absolutely go for it. But on my profile, it is now looking for something more long-term. So why would I go seeking out someone that doesn't want that? There are literally clues to the dating world now there and I think that's where a lot of apps and dating has gone wrong in the past because it hasn't allowed for that people will go on dates with people that don't know what their intentions are and because people are more closed off these days and don't want to be emotional it's not something that you would bring up on the first date you wouldn't be like so what are you looking for what are your life goals you know nobody wants to do that anymore and that's all and well, that's totally fine. But it's also like, where's the, where's the line? Where's the fine, like, where is that line going to be drawn when people start getting hurt because nobody knows what each other's intentions are? I, I think it's actually a great idea to be able to put, and for so long, don't get me wrong, like I probably only just flicked my profile recently. I'm not even really heaps active on the dating apps. I only just recently went back onto them, but I went on there being like, no, we need to set ourselves up for um, success by actually setting our intentions and making that visible to everyone else, because that's probably going to limit half the population. If you're sitting here not putting the correct um, information into your profile, knowing what you want to get out of it because you're going to end up talking to people that either don't know what they want or they're looking for something casual and short-term, which is not your intention for why you're on the dating app. So 
overall, set your intentions, um, be true to yourself and what you want, figure out what you want and who you are, um, and don't just think that you want something, know that you want something, um, don't be hard on yourself, um, give yourself a little grace, don't blame yourself, accept it, take it in and learn from it, um, use it to your advantage and what I mean by using it to your advantage, when you're meeting and socialising with new people from your experiences, try and take that into your next, like, is this person having the right intentions towards you? Can you pick up on little cues whether this person is being true to themselves or being true to you or not? I've found that my um, experience, as negative as it might have been, there are some positives that have come out of it. I can now tell when someone isn't being true to me. I can now tell when someone doesn't know what they want or I can tell when someone's being a little bit unintentional I can tell when the person is using me or just playing me um so yeah positive things have come out of that and I think that's really important when you have had such a negative experience to remember those positives for so long I couldn't remember any and to this day sometimes I can't but you just got to think of even if you just try, even if it's like a couple, one or two, it can always be very helpful. And I know that everyone's situation is different. There is multiple forms of abuse that can happen. Um, and one th- one form of abuse can lead to another. Um, and the other thing, learning curve that I just want to put out there that I hope people get out of this that comes under the don't blame yourself is... And don't be hard on yourself is um, it's actually really hard to um, get out of something that's toxic. And for people that have never been in something that's a toxic relationship or had an environment that can be quite toxic, people don't understand how difficult it can be to just leave. And for a lot of people, people can't just leave. It's not as simple as people think it is. a lot of consequences can happen when people just up and leave and most of the time it comes under safety and security. A lot of people can't leave a toxic relationship because it can ultimately end up in being more dangerous than it is um, not. And I just want to put that out there, not not reflecting on this example or my experience saying that it could have been like that, but... In some people's circumstances, it can be. Um, And that's when different forms of abuse start to come into play. And I just want to put out there, um, and I want to just do a little bit of a warning, which I probably should have done at the start of the episode. Sorry, I will um, end up putting a warning at the start of this episode. But just to be careful of your judgments and what you say to people, because it's not easy. It is not easy to go through something so toxic and it's not easy to just up and leave someone. In different situations, it could be. 
um, if you're not living with the person, it can potentially be easier, but it also just depends on the situation and the manipulation, the types of abuse that you are getting from this person. But I just want to let people know and to be aware and to not be hard on themselves if they've tried to leave or they know that leaving is good for them and they're in a bit of denial, but they're not because they know what's good for them. But however, sometimes it just comes down to right timing. And you know what? Sometimes it will take a person three to five times to admit to themselves until they're fully ready to actually engage in other supports or be ready to leave someone. Um, And coming from a nursing background in the um, situation of DV, domestic violence, presentations, people will come to the hospital and often leave the hospital and end up going back to that partner, to that environment, to that house where they are unsafe. However, leaving could mean that they might be even more unsafe. And it is hard. It can be hard um, dealing with that um, because as a health professional, you want to help this person. But sometimes helping someone also comes with wanting to help themselves. And if the person isn't willing to help themselves, then unfortunately there's not a lot you can do. But in saying that you can't have this one-way look of things, you've got to have a bit of an understanding. And people will present multiple times before they will actually make the move. And that's okay as sad and as upsetting and as helpful you want to be, you've got to let the person do it in their own time. And I've learned to have a little bit of grace with that. I've learned to accept that. I've learned that it's not easy. And I now understand why. The why is so important. You have to understand the why before you can judge another person like everyone says you don't know what goes behind closed doors um, and you don't know what's behind the cover of a book until you read it I just wanted to put that out there because it's really important um, and I just want to reiterate the learnings from this so don't be hard on yourself don't be blame don't blame yourself give yourself some grace um Sometimes it's not always easy to leave and if you're finding it hard to leave, once again, give yourself a little bit of grace. It will take some time. Make sure that you're safe. Make sure that your safety is a priority before anything else. Um, Ask for help. A couple other ones um, that we've learnt to take away from this is to know yourself, know what you truly want, be true to yourself. Um, Yeah, and ultimately do what you want at the end of the day. Live your life. This is your life. If you don't want the toxic anymore, find something that's not. If you're still into the toxic, go you. (laughs) Toxic can come in different forms. Um, 
and some people are young and they just want to experience that and that's okay and we're always going to go in a bit of uh, through phases to some degree that that will happen but once you've found what you're after and what you know what you truly want it becomes easier to avoid the toxic Anyway, I just wanted to do a little bit of a mini episode on the toxic because I know that a lot of people relate. Um, I'm thinking maybe we might even do a part two or we might go down this road a little bit further. We might use a few more examples or we might dapple in the more funnier side of the toxic. This was probably more just a, I don't know, probably a more serious version of the toxic, um, let's be honest. Um but it can always come with good, funny stories as well. So yeah, I hope you guys got something out of that as well. Um, But yeah, I hope everyone has enjoyed their day today. Um, So that was the little toxic boot camp for today. If you're into the toxic, good for you. But if you're not and you figured out that you want something a little bit more, I praise you. Anyway, See you, everyone. I hope you have the best of days. Um, We'll talk to you soon. Bye. I just wanted to end the episode on a good note. Um, I hope that everyone had a wonderful day on Valentine's Day. Um, And just a little reminder, there is no better company yourself. Alrighty, we'll see you next week. We'll speak to you next week, everybody. Have a good day. Bye.